Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into Christmas. Now, Christmas is by far one of the toughest times after a breakup or divorce because it's traditionally known as a time for families and loved ones to come together. So please don't worry if for you right now, it's heightening feelings of loneliness or the fact that you're no longer with your ex. It is normal for it to stir up negative emotions. Usually we can distract ourselves with our daily routine, but during the holiday, it can be even more tricky to do that. So please don't worry if whilst everyone around you is making plans, feeling festive and happy, whilst you're feeling worried about being alone and feeling sad. A client of mine recently, Emma, had been with her partner for nearly a year. And this was going to be her first Christmas with him. She'd made plans. She had organized where they were going to be, what they were going to do, even down to the detail of what she was going to wear on the 25th of December. And then suddenly out of the blue, her boyfriend ended the relationship. He dumped her and she is devastated. Now, her fairy tale Christmas that she had planned is no longer going to happen. And so she came to see me reeling from the upset and the overwhelm of not having that in her life. She was feeling pressure from the rest of her family to come with a partner, and now she was no longer going to be able to do that. So also, on top of her own heartbreak and devastation, there was also the expectations of other people to manage. Now, please, if you're going through this, do give yourself a break and be kind to yourself. A breakup is tough and challenging at the best of times, but during Christmas, it really will heighten those negative emotions. So just know that you're not going crazy. You're not being weak. It's not something to be embarrassed or ashamed of. This is something you're going to have to manage your way through. And I'm here to help you. You're in the right place with this episode because I'm packing it full of helpful information that will give you the tools to start to feel better, to take back your control and plan a really happy Christmas for yourself. Okay. Now, another client of mine, Sasha, came to me distraught because this year she wasn't going to have her two young children for the 10 days over Christmas, including Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Now, all the talk with the mums at the school gates on the run up to Christmas was really making her feel like the odd one out. And she was getting really tired of having to put on a brave face. Now, does this sound familiar to you? For many of you who are going through a divorce, this could be your first Christmas without your kids. But maybe you're in a pattern of this and it happens every year and you just can't get your head around it. You didn't sign up to not having your kids with you during a divorce. And Sasha was especially upset because it wasn't her decision to get divorced. Her partner had left her and it was his decision. So she was feeling like it just wasn't fair that she couldn't spend Christmas with her two kids. 
Now, I'm going to let you into a little secret, okay? Santa will come twice if your parents live in different homes. Yeah, bet you didn't know that. But yes, he can. Now, the beauty of this is that your kids can experience two Christmases, okay? They can have a Christmas with you and a Christmas with the other parent because it doesn't matter what day you celebrate. It is all about the magic moments. And this applies for any celebration, you know, whether it's Thanksgiving, maybe it's Easter, maybe it's a child's birthday. If you're divorced, or going through a breakup with your partner and there are children involved, please don't worry about missing out on set dates because truly they are irrelevant, okay? And I'll show you how this can really work and make it a really exciting and positive experience for your kids. Yes, you can turn this around, guys, I promise you. So how it works is that Santa will come twice If you book it in advance with him, obviously, obviously you have to do that as a parent. Okay, so if you don't have your kids on Christmas Day this year, what you can do, okay, and this is something that I do with my son when I don't have him at Christmas every alternate year. So we celebrate Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and Boxing Day just on a different date. So quite often we'll move it way forward. So it might be the first weekend or the second weekend in December, okay, that we celebrate Christmas. Now, how do you do that? You do it exactly the same as you would do on the normal Christmas day, okay? So that means Christmas Eve, you'd lay out the presents, you'd have the tree ready. And yeah, you might need to be super organized because some places don't sell trees very early. So if you want to have the tree up on the run up, you've got to be a bit organized, But you will be able to find places if you want to get a real tree that will provide you with a tree that early on. So get your tree up early, decorate it, do all the things you would normally do. But you're doing it a couple of weeks in advance. Okay. now what this does for your kids is it's super exciting. Okay, especially for the young ones, because they get two Christmases. So you go through the whole Christmas tradition that you would normally do. Okay, so you put the tree up, put the presents out on Christmas Eve. You might leave a sherry or a brandy for Father Christmas. You might (laughs) leave a carrot for Rudolph. You do it exactly as you would do, because remember, Father Christmas comes twice if your parents live in different homes. So that way your child goes to bed with the excitement. But you also get those magic moments, too. You're not missing out on anything. Then the morning of your Christmas day, they still wake up with that excitement, run down, see all the presents, open the stocking presents. Oh my goodness, you get exactly that. Then you have your full Christmas lunch. And I'll tell you a funny story. I do it exactly as I would do if I had my son on the 25th of December. So I invite my parents over and they're as grandparents love Christmas, obviously. So they're there with all their presents. And I'd run out of cranberry sauce for the turkey. So I asked my dad, I said, dad, could you just pop up to the high street and grab me some cranberry sauce, please? So he was like, yeah, sure. Off he went. And he came back and this was our Christmas day. He came back and he was like, Sarah, I'm I just can't get over how busy it is today. I mean, the shops are busy. People are walking around. You know, it just is very unusual for Christmas Day. And the thing is, because we get so into it, he'd completely forgotten that it wasn't Christmas Day for everybody else. In fact, it was something like the 10th of December. And so, of course, everybody was acting as normal because their Christmas hadn't happened yet. 
So when I reminded him, it, we just laughed because we really do get into the spirit of things. And then Boxing Day, we just carry on the same traditions of watching movies and eating the leftovers, playing games together. So we go through all those magic moments and you can too. Okay. Now imagine as a child having two Christmases. Uh, this did actually get me into trouble one year because when my son was very young in, in nursery, I was doing this. And one of the mums came storming over to me in the car park. Her name was Karen. She's a lovely mum, but she's not the kind of mum you want to be on the wrong side of. So as I saw her storming over the gravel car park towards me, I was like, oh my goodness, I, I must have done something really bad here. And she said, Sarah, James has come out of school and asked if me and my husband can get divorced because he wants two Christmases like your son. <laughs> I had to apologize, though I was laughing. I said to her, I'm sorry, Karen. I said, I may have oversold the two Christmases thing, but my son is so super excited because he gets Christmas with me. And then he goes to his dad's and he gets Christmas there. So he gets two sets of presents and he loves it. So what that does is it turns something that can be seen as something quite negative. It could be seen and you could live your life thinking that this was a really negative thing that you don't have your kids on Christmas Day. Now, of course, it is upsetting as a parent, whether you're mum or dad, it is upsetting. You do want to be with your kids on Christmas Day, of course. But in these circumstances, we can't change it. So you have an option. You either make the most of it and actually turn it into something that is fun and still enables you to have all those magic moments. Or you choose to be sad and miserable, which is understandable, I guess, but it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you move forward or start to feel good again. So just by flipping this situation into something that is positive, both for you and your kids, it can give you a really happy, happy Christmas. Now, what does that mean for the actual Christmas day? I can hear you saying, yes, but sorry, then it comes around that it is Christmas Day and everybody's celebrating with their families. Yes, but remember, for those of you with kids, you would already have celebrated it and you will be a little bit sick of Christmas by the time it comes to doing it all over again. However, for those of you that don't as well, this is your chance to have a different Christmas. This is a chance for you to do things differently. One of my newly divorced clients, Dave, he recently explained to me that he was worried about Christmas because he always, for the last 12 years, has cooked the Christmas lunch for everybody, the turkey, the roast potatoes, and he'd finessed his recipe over the years to make them, you know, really crispy on the outside and soft and fluffy on the inside. Over here in the UK, we have Yorkshire puddings and they are big fluffy things. And he had mastered the art because they're quite tricky to make from scratch. And he was very proud of this. And he said, Sarah, I'm not going to be able to do this this year. And it's just something that I love doing. So again, how can he turn this into something positive? So this year, what Dave's doing is he's inviting some friends of his over, some other friends who aren't married, who are going to be on their own for Christmas. And he's making this into a different kind of celebration. He said he was quite happy because he could probably have a few more drinks than he normally would if he was with the kids. He wouldn't be having to build Lego or, or build things from scratch that came as presents for his kids this year. So it would be more about him. He could still enjoy the cooking because he'd be cooking for other people. 
yes, of course, he was going to be a little bit sad that he wasn't going to be doing that for his family and following those traditions. They could still put those traditions into place and share it with his friends. So what can you do this Christmas to turn it around, to do something different? Maybe for you, it's running a hot bath and having a glass of bubbles and just relaxing all day, not getting out of your pajamas, maybe having a FaceTime call with people you really love and care about, but you just want to enjoy the day on your own and watch movies and eat chocolate or whatever works for you. But for some of you, you might want to be around other people. So pick those people, find other people who are also going to be alone for Christmas and buddy up with them. Another really rewarding thing you can do is volunteer on Christmas Day. I've done this before, and I promise you, it is the most rewarding thing I have ever done. I worked in a shelter. It was a homeless shelter for people bringing them in off the streets for seven days over Christmas. So over those three Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day that I would normally have been celebrating with my son, I went and I worked in the shelter. And it completely changed my life. I have to say it was one of the most rewarding things I ever did. And it just showed me I went in there thinking I was doing a good deed and helping others. But actually, it gave me so much more than I contributed. Because what I learned, the people I met, I felt so loved by strangers. And I also connected with people that I know I would never have met in my everyday life. It was a magical experience. And working together with these other volunteers, we were really able to make a difference. But also, it created something really special for me. It was a life lesson that I will never forget. So contribute. Do something different on Christmas. Reach out and help somebody. Is there someone on your street who's going to be alone too? Is there somebody on your street that's really suffering with loneliness and not having their family around too? This is a great opportunity to step up and look outside of your world to help others. And contribution, helping other people, is one of the most powerful tools you can use to turn your own life around. Because I promise you, you'll get so much more back yourself than you will ever give. So what else could you do on Christmas? Well, there's lots of things you can do to make it better. You can set the day up to win. So have a plan, plan in advance. Don't wake up on Christmas day feeling sad and sorry for yourself. Don't wait for that sinking feeling when you open your eyes and you realize that yes, you're on your own for Christmas day. One of the best things you can do to take back your control is to have a plan. So like Dave, maybe you want to make a plan to celebrate with friends so you can still do some of the things you've always done, but just in a different setting. Now, do you remember Emma, who I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, who has recently been dumped by her boyfriend? Well, actually, one of her other friends has also gone through a really similar experience, but a few months before her. So now the two of them are planning a Christmas together. They're buying each other presents, they're going to cook together, and they're going to have a really lovely day. Now, it's not the day she had planned, but she's still going to wear the same outfit that she'd chosen to wear with her ex because she bought it especially and she doesn't want it to go to waste. So she's not missing out on that either. So this is all about taking back your power, being kind to yourself, understanding that yes, Christmas can be a challenging time, as can Thanksgiving, as can Easter. You know, any big celebrations that are traditionally times when family comes together will always be a little bit tricky. 
But as you found out in this episode, there are lots of things you can do to take back your control, to turn it around so that you can go on and have a very happy Christmas. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sara Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sara's gift. Then join us on the next episode.